When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. I have something to do with pumpkins being smashed. Uh, oh, I have a pumpkin story too. Okay. Oh, you're going to love this. So okay. the pumpkin story, you'll tell yours first. Okay. Because then I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, then let's just do it. So let's just might, jump right in. We might have to save the pumpkin story for last. Okay. Then then we'll just let's say this. That. We'll save the pumpkin story for last because <laughs> I swear... I have a pumpkin story, yeah. and I refuse to call the police three times in three oh, months. God, that should be the headline right when there. I that, write, is that the title of this? Three times in three months? No, call the police three times in... Call the police three times I refuse to call the police three times in three <laughs> oh, months. it is now. Okay, that's the name of this podcast. Okay, yep. That sounds good. And we'll find out why. Come yeah. I have no idea why. I know. I just popped up. I can't believe I didn't just run in the office screaming this I morning. I called oh the police God. again! I, but I didn't. <laughs> you should have said it the last time. I know. When you did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and this also is exposing a flaw in the ring security system. Uh-oh. For, yeah. So. Oh. Or maybe it's just I don't know how to run it. Well, but. I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We've got a couple things we need to revisit, uh, and we're going to kind of build up to the pumpkin story. So I'm going to start with, we're going to start with Chris Saab. Because this is just good this place is, to start. It is right. Um, learned a lot and having Chris Saab on the show, and and just he's just a, just a cool cat. And we were talking about not having a TV in his house, and how quiet is good for your brain. And he's it's he, he sits in silence, you know. Yeah. And I said it's hard for me to sit in silence because then it's deafening almost to me. And then he does what? Tags me in a story. Oh gosh. And the story is the title of it is Science Says Silence is Vital for our brains. And then, so I went through it, I just plucked some of the little gems out of this. And it says that for some reason, the value of silence is kind of lost on people. As right. They, you know, just day-to-day lives. But the noise in our world not only has a physical effect on our brains, it causes elevated stress and those stress hormones okay. that go along with it. The word noise itself comes from a Latin word, nausea, N-A-U-S-I-A, which means disgust or nausea. Like puking. Mm-hmm. Or the Latin word noxia, which means hurt, damage, or injury. Noise is linked to high blood pressure, heart disease, tinnitus, loss of sleep. Okay. That <clears throat> make, and that makes that makes sense. I mean, noise isn't a pleasant word. Like you hear noise, you never hear, oh, that noise is beautiful. It's like it's What a beautiful noise. noise. It's a beautiful sound. Yeah, it's right? a beautiful sound. Noise is negative. Noise is trash. Yes. <laughs> and they say that noise not only hurts but then also silence heals. And they, they studied, one of the studies, they uh, looked at the effects of children that lived near an airport uh, in their lives. And it showed that over time, they had developed a stress response to the point where they could ignore the noise. They didn't even hear it. Hmm. Didn't even notice and, and you it. Kind of but it was that, still causing problems with them, but they didn't even hear it. They anymore. just don't even, their brain blocks it out. Because it's think bad. Because blocks it out, yeah. Right? Just like yeah. your memories. Like if something traumatic happens and your brain the trauma says, blocks it out. Block it out. So, coming back around, they said that uh, two hours of silence a day prompted huge 
just like huge recovery time. Silence isn't, can you read and stuff? Or you have to literally just sit there. It's read is fine. It's sleep even. Like when you're sleeping, even if you have the TV on, which I'm guilty of. Yeah. Um, and they say that when you sleep, you shouldn't have any kind of lights, actually, or, or it should be a blue light, right? The, the soft calming. calming. Um, but having the TV on, and I, I have the TV on, but it's usually on the Roku landing page, whatever you want to call it. The it's home blue, screen. It's blue and purplish. Blue isn't and it? purple, and it kind of scrolls, you know, so it never stays the same, but it doesn't flash. Yeah. Or any of that kind of stuff. And I think that probably helps, but noise, like if you're watching TV, which I do that more often than I should is not good. I, I used to resting. all the time, all the time. And uh, we have a TV in our room. Haven't had it on since we moved. And we, when we go, we lay in bed and it's just like we go to sleep right after we, <laughs> I was going to say, not true. Oh, poor girl. That's not true. <laughs> that we not, just go to bed. We go to sleep. That's it. We lay down and he's proud of that. That's okay. It. So I'm out in 35 seconds. <laughs> It's, so what they're coming not back true. to is silence <laughs> relieves stress and tension. Your brain can heal. And a huge, the studies have shown that just spending some time in silence can restore what's been lost through the exposure to excessive noise. And it ends with a quote from Buddha. Of course right, it does. Course. Chris Saab. Right. Of course it does. Silence is an empty space. Space is the home of the awakened mind. Do with that what you will. Okay. Wow. So, yes, he proved his point. And so I'm going to try to spend some, like, like mindful moments when it's quiet. Like in the morning when I wake up, not get up right away or not turn on the news or not, you know, because I, I yell at my device. I'm not going to say her name just for the sake of y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, to give me my news brief. You're not going to do that right now? Not right away. Okay. Just kind of take right. a moment to kind of take stock what your day's coming up. I grab my phone. I do grab my phone. I look at my calendar. I try to not look at my stupid social media I know. when I'm in bed. Yeah. It's like you're you're waking, you're like, oh, what's going on on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> then I'm scroll, scroll, and I'm like, oh, damn, my fingers fell asleep, so I got to right. switch hands. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I've got one of those little knobs on, the, not the knob, not the popper, but the ring. Yeah. So I can put the ring on my finger, so if I do move it, I can let go of it. And, and it does. <laughs> oh my gosh. How lazy can I get? I have, I tape, basically, you tape your phone to your finger, you can hang it. <laughs> So it doesn't fall over. Oh my basically, gosh, that is awesome. Basically, basically, so I'm going to try to get away from that. So be a little more mindful of my quiet time. Uh, then I got a bunch of people sending me uh, DMs too about they wanted the concoction and the formula for oh, the spider. Yes. I saw. Uh, I tried to stuff. tell Beth about it. I completely forgot we did, did you it see yesterday. The, okay, I made the po- I made a post on. I may have to tag you in it. Okay. Um, she had asked me directly and I responded directly. Um, the article that I was referring to actually got picked up by another article that was just posted yesterday. Oh, And okay. so it's gone viral with you know, talking about the spiders and using this, uh, this, this, this concoction to get rid of spiders. And somebody else added to it, not only about the citrus or mint is what we were talking about, was mint is a great natural pest repellent, spiders, bugs, all that good stuff. Um, but some other ones, just to throw them out there for you. The number one is white vinegar. Is that yeah. like just like yeah? But then you the heard, miracle the house juice smells like pickles. <laughs> I I love I, vinegar smells kind of cleanish, but then it smells like pickles. too. It does so. if you overdo, definitely. But uh, trust me, spiders hate vinegar. Okay. Okay. Just so you know, um, citrus, and I brought in some today. That's a mix of an orange essential oils, peppermint, and tea tree. With a half a cup of water. I put about 15 drops of each. Okay. And that's what mine is. Because we had ants. And it worked. It got them out of, the, out of wherever they are. They didn't like it at all. And just a couple others that are on here. Cedar blocks, chestnuts, 
Uh, and then the last one I love to say, don't let them in in the first place. Right. Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a f- <laughs> foolproof way. Highly know. helpful. So appreciate that. And then finally, the uh, Ashland UFO story. Oh, yeah, that we were talking about with Josh. With jo- was it Josh? No, it was the no, Paranormal, Paranormal Dads. Dads. Yeah. We're talking about that. And so I actually tracked it down. And they were pretty much dead on about it. Um, it happened in 67. And for those of you from Ashland, I haven't posted it yet, but now maybe we can just like, well, since we're talking about it, we'll be able yeah, to we'll just post it. I'm just curious what everybody, what memories are. Um, Dad remembered something about it, but mm, um, but it was a Ashland police officer. His name was Herbert Shermer. And I know Shermer's the family, but he was the new police officer in town, just like they said. And his claim was back in 67, aliens stopped by in Ashland and brought him on board their ship. And so it's pretty darn close to the story that he was talking about. He said that uh, this whole, the guy that wrote about this actually was a comic book author. He talked about that too and took the accounts and made a comic book out of it. And so it's kind of interesting that I'd, I'd never heard about this. And sadly, Shermer has passed on. And I don't know if any of his family still lives in town um, to find if out. They what do. The it'd, deal be, is. it'd be interesting but to talk to him or go back. It to the, Does it say in there where it happened? Like it, cross streets? It doesn't or, give the, they, the and the paranormal dads might know, but it'd be interesting to go back just to that area and just check it out. I would love even, to it's know. It's probably developed by now. I was. I'm sure that so long ago developed. Okay, so okay, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Ashland's a little bigger than it was in '67. I will yeah. give that. But, but it may, yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't know. have we know the skyline's pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, they, there are some people out there that said that they heard the story from other people, and it was very similar to the story that this guy got from the police officer. And they said that uh, almost identical when people drew them, they're almost identical representations. Wow, that's cool. And that, that there was that blip in time that he couldn't account for, and that's why they think he was taken on board the spaceship. That's like a common theme in those things. Is there's just a, this block of time that, that nobody Boop. saw the people. They didn't experience anything. Boop, and gone. Yeah. Um, along that line, before we get to the pumpkin story, I want to thank Krista. She sent in a really cool story, which had, um, it's a, onlyinyourstate.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a fun website. Um, and it listed a spooky road trip for Nebraska. Oh, I and saw that. That was cool. They actually have like four or five links in there, and we might go through a couple of these while we're heading through October. One of them is um, abandoned towns, and one of them is about a, an abandoned cemetery, and I know where that cemetery is, um, and the story behind it about the, uh, what do I want to say? It was a lynching of a white woman that happened, and it happened, it was in Clay County. And you know where the cemetery is? I know where it is. And I know some people that live in this, in this this town that no longer exists as well. We'll take a look at Creepy. that. Creepy. But, but the spooky road trip that she sent us starts in Sydney. And I was just going to, I just grabbed some of these to kind of see what it was about, what was going on since we're in October and we like talking about ghost stories. Um, in Sydney, you can go to Fort Sydney Command Quarters. And apparently there was a woman who was carrying a load of laundry to the basement in 1885, fell down the stairs, broke her neck. And now people hear her footsteps on the staircase to this day. That's Ugh. one. Creepy. In Alliance, the theater, um, the building itself is over a century old. And there's a figure that's seen quite often, um, a darker figure and a lighter figure. 
and the books in the manager's office sometimes move by themselves. Okay, that'd, that'd get me. Creepy. Crawford, Nebraska, Fort Robinson. Um, there was an event there between the Indians, the Sioux and Cheyenne Wars, and they say that people still hear the, the hoofbeats when, when horses running, and there are no horses. Oh. Kind of like the train? Yeah, yeah. That Josh Hurd was talking about? Yeah. And no, there's no train? Uh. Wandering ghosts of soldiers and Native Americans? And they're not there. Nope. Uh, Old Main Street Inn in Shadron. They said a great place to spend the night. They have a couple ghosts named Jack and Anna, and they're pretty friendly. Um, <laughs> they're pretty friendly until they're not. Until they're not. In Valentine, they have Centennial Hall Museum, which is formerly an elementary school. So right off, we got kid ghosts. Yeah. Ugh. Right? <laughs> Pat's favorite. I hate them. Um, they said, be sure to look in the windows, and don't be surprised if you spot the spirit of a little girl that's said to haunt the building or hear the clarinet music she plays. Ooh. Ah! There's only a handful more. Uh, Argo Hotel in Crofton, which I, it's funny, we've never talked about Crofton, and now we've talked about it twice in two weeks because that's where um, oh, yeah. Carrie's that, from. Yeah. The Elephant Doctor. Yeah, right. Um, Argo, the Argo is a building in, in that town, and it was originally a hotel, and then it was a medical clinic. Never bodes well. And then it was closed for a long time, renovated. And during the renovation, they found a bag of bones. And they found out later it was actually an animal, but they do have a resident ghost named Alice. I don't care what a bag of bones. Anytime you find bones of any kind. Yeah. A bag of bones. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, that means somebody put them in a bag. It was funny. Two, Two or three weeks ago, we were down. I don't remember what game we were watching in Lincoln. We were at Beth's uncle and her cousin, Zach and Shelby, were there. And daughter Delaney's carrying around this uh, stick, this rock, just carrying it around, whatever. And they got to looking at it, and it's like, can I? And Zach said, can I see that? And he got it, and he's like, this looks like a, a bone. This looks like a bone. She goes, where'd you get it? She goes, I, in the backyard. <laughs> and it was literally like a hip bone of something. It looked like, it was probably an, a raccoon or something. That, like but it pelvic? Was, like yeah. The, it, oh it my looked, gosh. It was almost like it was petrified. I, it was really weird. It was really, it wasn't just like, it wasn't bloody or meaty or right. anything. It had been there a minute. It but looked it, more it, like a rock than a Right, but it, but it wasn't petrified. It wasn't rock. It was clearly still bone material and it was probably brought in with like landscaping rocks or something. But just the, they're like, well, this is a, Come here. Like, uh, and, and she's, been, with. she's been holding on to it, like, like kissing it. And, right. <laughs> right. Cause she's like this little, this little scientist. So she's doing tests with uh-huh. it. I don't know. It was funny. That's awesome. So yeah, bones are creepy anytime you find them. Yes, they are. Agreed. And bag of bones in particular. Have you ever seen that movie too? Mm-mm. Nope. It's a good one. Uh, Anderson, Nebraska, I'm not familiar with. Me either. I didn't look it up. I, I don't know where that is. But it's, uh, it's somewhere between Omaha and Crofton. I'll tell you okay. that much. Uh, the Tale of the Black Bird Hill. They said, abbreviated version, a woman wanted to leave her husband for someone that she, uh, she used to date, whatever, her former lover. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he'd returned for her after she thought he died, and the husband got mad, stabbed her in a jealous rage, ran to the edge of the hill with her in his arms, and both go into the river. They both died. Oh, jeez. That's what the husband did. So October 17th of every year, which we're not too far away from, that's the anniversary it said you can hear her screams coming from the river. Ooh. So if you want to head up to Anderson, you got time. Listen for ghost screaming. <laughs> uh, Omaha makes the list with uh, Hummel Park. It's, Hummel Park's scary. It, haunted or not, Hummel Park's just scary. Yep. Lincoln makes the list with the Capitol building. One of the stories they talked about were uh, where you can hear, the visitors have reported hearing the screams of a man who had fallen to his death many years ago. Oh, really? 
I never heard that before. Uh-uh. And I, I know. I wonder if you're falling like that. I wonder if you would even have the ability to scream, like, uh, like, uh, you know, I. When you would just uh, like you're falling because when you're on a roller coaster, you don't really scream. It's like you hold your you hold your breath because yeah. you're falling so fast. So to actually scream when you're falling would seem kind of like it always in the odd. movies they're always screaming. Yeah, because the you yeah. hear them. Ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> nice sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> and there's apparently a spirit in the law library too. Uh, no deaths there, but something's roaming around. And then finally, the last one, which I got a real kick out of, is called the Speakeasy, and it's outside of Holdridge, Nebraska, in a little town that was called Sacramento. And Sacramento is no longer there. They think it was probably named after Sacramento, California. But the Speakeasy, I believe, still is there. And the owner of the of the restaurant that's there. Um, it was a general store at one time in the 1800s and the dad that ran the business finally wanted to leave and he left and tried his hand at, at doing a business in Seattle. And uh, one of his sons eventually came back and they got married and they've continued with the speakeasy, which apparently they have a friendly little, I don't know if he's friendly. They have a ghost named Faceless Fred. I bet Fred, Faceless Fred is not friendly. <sighs> Just saying. Probably not very talkative. <clears throat> no. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. That's dumb. <laughs> anyway, but the speakeasy, it appears, is still there if you want to check out Sacramento, Nebraska, outside of Holdridge for Faceless Fred. So that, that was the, that's just kind of like the nickel tour. Okay. But uh, the whole website is really cool. And again, it's called onlyinyourstate.com. I like the idea of the, of the, the scary, little scary tour. I do too. I want to check out this, this uh, abandoned towns tour yeah that would be weird i think that would be cool that's that's very eerie like we've talked about that before abandoned anything's yeah eerie. i love those eerie. but i love those websites and those tv shows but then again yeah. i'm safely on my couch right and yeah we're sitting there in our <laughs> underpants in our sweatpants watching this absolutely we're good to go we want to thank Kugler Vision for being a sponsor and a supporter of us through our podcast. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Kuglervision.com. Uh, just a ton of information. Super easy to navigate. It is definitely the epitome of user-friendly. If you're looking for information about having any procedures on your eyes, if you have glasses or contacts, and you are considering the possibilities of not having contacts or glasses... I know I wish I would have done it way sooner than I did. One of the things that um, they pointed out talking to Stephanie at Kugler Vision um, that you don't really think about when you have glasses or contacts is every year you go get your eyes tested. Your eyes are constantly changing to begin with. And if you have a deficit, it's going to make a difference and they need to tweak it because you don't want to be looking through lenses that are not correct. That hurts. So you end up changing your prescription, which, well... Might as well get new frames because, you know, now they're stylish, right? Right. (laughs) Whatever. And same with your contacts. So you're basically renting your vision. Which is such a, it's a crazy, you think that's crazy, but think about it. It's true. It is. You really are. You're renting your good vision. And instead of renting it, you do it one time and it's yours. Seriously, the amount of money saved, if you, (laughs) geez, just uh, going in and getting the complete battery of tests done to make sure that everything's still on track and what my possibilities are moving forward. And you go in and you set your uh, your consultation. You set that appointment on the website. Let them know that you heard about it on the Pat and JT podcast. And then pff, 2020 could be in your future. Right? And it could happen the same day. That's right. Cooglervision.com. Cool. So pumpkin, uh, pumpkin season, right? Mm-hmm. I walk out this morning. Um, we have a ring doorbell. And we get, you know, I, obviously, I don't need to describe the ring doorbells, right? So I walk out of the garage, leaving for the gym. It's probably 4.30. Okay, do you guys check the video feed often? 
Um, no, we have we get notified on our phone if there's motion. So and we have it oh, set okay. to where if it, it will it doesn't notify us unless somebody rings. See, maybe but you do need keep to track of about it. these things. So I don't have a ring. Oh, it's yeah. You can so, like you can um you can it, set the depth of how far like you can get motion fifty feet away, twenty five feet away, or on your porch. So it didn't or, know that there was a guy taking pictures of your house. Uh, it. Well, you know what? It it actually we I think we looked at that. Did we? Oh, be damn. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think because I think we I don't remember. I want to know too because we were both because they were he was moving and then also Beth walked out the front door so it would have started recording at that time. So that's I don't know if she, I don't know if she you checked might that or have not. him on there. I don't know that you can't really zoom in and that that's kind of to my point of this whole story is that it's it's hard to get really close up especially at night. Okay. Um, okay. Back to your story. Okay. That's so so this morning at four thirty I wake up or I, I go out to go to the gym and open the garage door and I walk out and somebody had. Um, smashed a pumpkin at the end of our driveway. And at first of all, I, ch- I checked to make sure it wasn't it was probably ours. The, the person with the homeowners association. <laughs> probably Just sending saying. a message. That's your thug HOA. That's it. Throw that little <laughs> five pound pumpkin. Um, and just so they know, um, Beth called him out. Like, actually, I took a picture of it that she could see the pumpkin. I threw it away before she got up. They cracked the pumpkin. Like you could tell it was thrown in the street, but it's right. like, come on, dude, if you're going to smash a pumpkin, smash a pumpkin. Right. So anyway, I see this pumpkin and I'm like, well, this is odd. So I go and I decide to get on the ring doorbell to see if there was motion. And I see that in, in like, every, I don't know, there was random people driving by all night. But then I noticed one at uh, like 2.45 in the morning and I click on that one and I see this car drive into our cul-de-sac and it goes, I'm thinking, this has got to be it. And they drive around and Bennett's car's in the street Mm -hmm. and the pumpkin was kind of to the back. Like they, it hit by Bennett's car, but then kind of rolled a little bit toward the end of, toward past the trunk. Okay. And I see this car pull up on the video and it goes and it stops next to Bennett's car. And I'm thinking, this is it. I'm going to see it. And it's like just sitting there. And sitting there. Oh, that's creepy. And sitting there. And then I realized sitting there, and I'm like, okay, but the video had stopped. So <laughs> it really wasn't sitting there that long. But this is my whole point is that, first of all, I hate, it's, just, it's just dumb to throw pumpkins, right? To, no, to break a pumpkin. Is. It is. But it's like, are they sending us a message? Are they wanting us to get out of the neighborhood? I didn't call the police. And also, Ring, why would you stop? There was clearly still motion why would it stop mm-hmm. recording at that time? You see these videos on Ring, the guy it, that was folding up the American flag, the yeah. UPS guy. I mean, that was like a 90-second video, and that was a Ring doorbell. Does it, Does it? Ha- like, it'll go for so long, and then when motion ceases, it'll stop after 15 seconds? See, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't, it's, the video, and I'll have to show the video, bring the video up, but it's, I think it's like 30 seconds or something. I, and I don't know, Beth, check the wow. settings, but there is no setting for, like, continuous recording, and you can just roll back. It, Starts recording and records for a, a finite amount of time. So I don't know if there's a way like a is this higher in the cloud? Uh huh. Why does it stop? I don't know because <laughs> maybe because I mean, we're probably not paying. It's probably like the premium ultra fifty dollars a month cost plan more to give you no, just unlimited. They just get more. They just get more money from us. Well, that's why we would be terrible access. I was going to say that's why we'd be terrible business owners as we sit in our own business. <laughs> because <laughs> we just give it all away. <laughs> give it away. Yeah. Why don't you just do that? It's the same difference. So oh, I zoom in. So you couldn't see the car. You couldn't it. really see the color car. Yeah. You, you could see the car because the lights came on when they stopped by Bennett's. Um, okay. Bennett's car. So I don't know. It was just odd. It's just cre- it's just it's just creepy when there's other people outside your house like sitting there. And do, was it geared towards him? Was it just a random thing? Random. Is it? I've come home when people are parked in front of my house and on a cul-de-sac, and um, 
I know they don't belong there. And there was for a lo- quite a while, actually, there was a person, a woman who, when I came home, she'd be parked in the cul-de-sac and it was like drive time. Ooh, and yeah. she's just sitting there on her phone, just oh. like, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe she just parks. I don't know if she's like calling somebody she's not supposed to. Hiding from or, someone. or Right, yeah. you know, but she would be there almost daily that she yes. would be in the park, you know, parked in the cul-de-sac somewhere. Huh. She doesn't live there. And then the other thing is I'm really close to a couple, three ch- churches. And so when there are big events, the overflow oh, we'll parks in, cul-de-sac. in every spot that's possible they're parked in. So, <laughs> so to see rando cars in those situations, but call otherwise, usually yeah. cul-de-sacs are kind of off the beaten you path. You kind of know. know when you walk out the door who's supposed to be there yeah. and who's not supposed to be there. And so, yeah, it is a little creepy. Yeah. All right. My pumpkin-related story. Yeah. What is that? There, I need my glasses. Hold on. I know. <laughs> my little... I, I, I printed it in an eight font. Oh, actually, yeah. Sometimes or that eight, accidentally not font, just happens. But eight. Eight, eight point... F- whatever. <laughs> whatever it is, it's yeah. supposed to be in at least 10, maybe 12. Okay? I, that's, oh, I'd say that's, that's a 16. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. When you have a three, a one, like a... 18 line text and you have to swipe four times because the was, font's that so was big. Not, that, was, that was by accident. Uh-huh, yeah. That was purely by accident. It's yeah, not, your emojis are the point, size of 50 cent my, pieces. My glasses like are 0.25, so back off. All right, so here's the deal because it is pumpkin season. And I know this is going to break some people's hearts when they find this out. <clears throat> but because it is pumpkin season, people are making all kinds of pumpkin desserts and, and every other kind of favorite fall dessert. And you go buy your pumpkin, canned pumpkin. Yeah. Hard to find this time of year, because, and especially as we get closer to, obviously, Thanksgiving. Oh, but, yeah. But just in general, I did not know this. It is not made from 100% pumpkin. It's actually like no pumpkin. So the stuff that makes pumpkin pie is not real pumpkin? Yeah. What is it? It's a mix of squash, winter squash, butternut, and some others. Just think just squash in general. It's not pumpkin. The, the brand actually that sells the most of it, like 85% of canned pumpkin filling, actually has a variety of squash that they grow and distribute it labeled as pumpkin. And the government's fine with this, by the way. <laughs> They're all good. So you should be fine with this. Pumpkins apparently themselves do not lend themselves to being easy to put into a recipe. They're stringy. They're yeah. watery. And so they use the squash varieties instead. So there's like no pumpkin. So just so th- what I'm basically saying is you've been basically having butternut squash pie, squash bread, and drinking squash flipping spice lattes. It's not real pumpkin. You're drinking a squash latte. Would you ever go to Starbucks and say, can I have that squash latte? <laughs> what is it? Pumpkin spice? Squash spice squash latte? Squash spice latte. Ew, that sounds nasty. So, <laughs> so because and, this, and it's hilarious is that they went on with this and said basically what, what happened is that the Gord executives <laughs> came to the conclusion, you know, pumpkin just ain't working. So you know what? Let's just uh, squash is the new pumpkin. Whatever. We don't have to tell anybody. Uh, we'll just roll with it. So you should be fine with that. I'm good with it. I love it. It's squash. I'm fine with it. It's not pumpkin. Even your pie is not pumpkin. That's t- it's it's I'm it's amazing that it took you this long to break <laughs> this news, but I'm glad you finally did. <laughs> Gosh. I actually, there was a little, there may have been a small evil laugh inside me when I read that because I hate pumpkin. You hate them? I love pumpkin pie. I love <laughs> squash pie. the pumpkin spice lattes every year when everything's pumpkin this, pumpkin that. And it's, no, it's I can not. do one. I can it's do not. one. I can't do more How than one. I don't even know that's what it's supposed to smell like then. 
They well, created like you, all of it. I mean, you it's open like, a pumpkin, it smells like it smells like that a little bit. Does it smells it smell wet. like that? Mm-hmm. It smells pumpkiny. So they added that too. So yeah. there's more chemicals. Why don't you go smell my my uh, street? It smells like a pumpkin. <laughs> it smells like a s- pumpkin spice latte. Uh, I thank so, you guys. You Check go. out our Facebook page. All that stuff's up there. The links and everything. The stories for the haunted places in Nebraska. And you can uh, text us if you have any more questions you want. Leave us a voicemail. You can do that. Yes. 402-403-9478. Pat and JT podcast. A Parkville Media Production.